I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. You may remember our interview with Laurel's founder, Melanie Crystal, from a few weeks back. We're here to tell you even more about Laurel's because we love supporting queer-owned and women-owned businesses, and we especially love Melanie and Laurel's. Laurel's are silky, stretchy, black latex panties for oral sex, rimming, and fingering. They're ultra-thin, 10 times thinner than normal undies, so you feel everything, but they give you just a bit of coverage anytime you want it. And there is no better time to try out Laurel's. Maybe you're curious or excited about latex and you want to explore with some sexy, kinky, rippable lingerie. Maybe you're on your period and didn't want to worry about mess. Plus, you can go back and forth between back and front pleasure because Laurel's block bacteria transfer. Maybe you want some anal rimming, but you'd like a little bit of a barrier. Maybe someone has stubble on their face or their body and you want to avoid the scruff. Maybe you're feeling a little sensitive or experiencing sensory issues. Maybe any type of oral makes you feel too exposed and you just want a bit of coverage. Maybe you're new to going down on a vulva and you just want to explore at your own pace. Whatever the reason, the world's first oral sex panties, aka laurels, give you the power to love oral always. They come in packs of four and their packaging is absolutely gorgeous. Plus, each pair of laurels is individually wrapped in these super cute pink pouches, so a sexy scavenger hunt is easy to plan out. 
Ooh, I want a sexy scavenger hunt. <laughs> Let's do it. They come in two styles, shorties for fuller coverage or bikinis if you want to bear a bit more. Couples, throuples, hookups, spouses, cis, trans, queer, kinky, laurels are made to help everyone say yes to maximizing pleasure. For listeners of our show, laurels is giving 15% off your first purchase today at www.mylaurels.com. That's www.mylaurels.com using the code HANGOUT. So remember, if you're listening to the show and you want to try out Laurels, you can get 15% off your purchase right now at www.mylaurels.com using the code HANGOUT. Enjoy your Laurels, babies. This Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We want to remind all of you that we are still in our Season 5 Patreon campaign. You can join at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We want to thank our newest patron, Margot, who joined for an entire year. So you can do that very easily. Do an entire year subscription if you just want to do a one-time thing. And once we hit 150 patrons, we'll be releasing some bonus episodes. And speaking of bonus episodes for our patrons, we have our Patreon-only Q&A is going to be live on Zoom on February 23rd. So we are going to be recording just the way we always do on our little Zoom call, but we are inviting our patrons to come and watch. We're also going to be recording it and releasing the audio as a patron-only episode. So we have already gotten so many questions in from our patrons for that. They are bonkers. We're so excited to answer all of them. And we just, we think it's going to be a good time. So maybe hop on over to our Patreon. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon if you want to, you know, get in on the fun. It's going to be so fun. Also, in about a month from now, we're going to be starting our Journey to the Heart crowdfunding campaign. So if you want to join our team, we've had a bunch of you already reach out to us, but you can reach out to us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com to help us with our crowdfunding. Some people have been emailing asking what that means. So what that means is that we just need you to help us spread the word. So post on social media, send out emails. And if you have any special skills that you can help with, that's great. But really, all you need is an email address and we will send you like information on what to send. But we just need as many people to know about our crowdfunding campaign as possible. We'd love to see more of you there. Amazing. In the greater Les universe, there is a new JLo rom-com called Marry Me. I'm sure everyone has seen this trailer. <laughs> it's hard to avoid. It's literally everywhere. But... There's one thing that we do want to mention about it, which is that Sarah Silverman plays a lesbian. So Sarah Silverman is the lesbian best friend in this film. And there's an article from Autostraddle saying that she's really what the entire movie is about. And so I like to watch this movie and see the lesbian subplot that we get in yeah. this J-Lo heterosexual uh, rom-com. So I'm here for Give it. us something to hold on to, right? Yeah, I'm here um, for it. Listen, I'm going to say lesbian side plot best friend still better than the recent news out of China that's oh all God. over the place, which is that apparently when China plays Friends reruns, they censor out entirely the lesbian plot storyline of Ross's ex-wife. 
Including, I guess, to the point where, like, when Ross tells his parents that they're getting a divorce because she's a lesbian, and then they, like, cut to these, like, shocked faces. I guess the Chinese version, he just says, we're getting a divorce, and then they look super shocked. So. Mm, No reason. A plus, A plus work. I want to know how they do that. How do you edit out that whole storyline? Also, like. What do you do with Susan? Susan doesn't exist, right? They go to their wedding. Like, what do they say is happening? They're not at their wedding at all, right? It's just like a badly photoshopped, like, man's head on Susan's body. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, just, like, completely pixelated. Like, they're not even human anymore. You're like, what? Yeah. Like, who's getting married here? Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a show I don't want to watch. Give me the lesbians. Give me the lesbians. Yeah. Um, Censor Ross out of the show, if anything. Yeah, seriously. In other news, other this is a this is a weird this week happening. You I don't know, know what? If you search lesbian news on Google, I know, you get it's some weird frequently shit. not good. I'm sorry, it's, but here it's we frequently are. not good. So somebody did decide to like have lesbian representation. That somebody is Zillow, who has a new commercial with a lesbian couple, same sex couple in the ad. And I guess one million moms caught wind of this sin on our screens and has you know of course loudly complained about Zillow airing this commercial because wait hold on they stand up for biblical truth and uh very clear biblical truth about this type of sexual perversion so listen one million moms this one mom says <laughs> Go you fuck yourself. <laughs> Go stuff it somewhere. I got nothing. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. And thank you, Zillow. Ugh. Thanks for the representation. Yeah, A plus work, Zillow. Great. And job. I can confirm. Um, I sit in bed with my lesbian girlfriend and scroll Zillow all the time. <laughs> it's the best foreplay ever. So thank you, Zillow. <laughs> That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 78th installment of Shoulda Been Gay. Oh, 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 it was fun. It was great. But it should have been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, call me, beep me, <laughs> if you want to reach me. I knew it. I knew you were going to do it. I just didn't know what part. Call me, beep me, if you want to reach yeah, me. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You gotta do them both. Come on. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I couldn't decide. It's, it's, it's the too theme good. song it's too is good. probably one of the best theme songs that's I think ever oh been God. written. Like literally ever. I can't. It's great. It's so good. Can I tell you also when I watched an episode for the first time in I easily twenty years today? I don't know. I was like, oh, I remember every word to the theme song. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can't not. We are also joined not. to talk about Kim Possible. If you didn't know what we were talking about. We are joined by Clarissa Tebow, known for her roles as Zavid on Marvel's Runaways and Brie on the now-released Hentified Season 2. Clarissa, thank you for joining us. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. What do you think about the Kim Possible theme song? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. <laughs> also, Christina Milian, I think, sang mm-hmm. the song, which I had somehow blocked out of my memory. And then when I heard it again, re-watching, it's like, A this bop. is so sick. This is such a right? bop. My God. It's so good. The drums. Yes. The like weird beeping synth. Like it's yes. just so good. <laughs> it's still good. It holds up. It, it really does. It Girl really power. Does. 
<laughs> yes. People have been asking us to do Kim Possible for a really long time. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. You know why. Yes. Yeah, this was Clarissa's suggestion. I mean, we gave you a bunch of options, right. but you were like, Kim Possible. This one lo- That's the like choice. like a glaring beacon. I was like, yes. <laughs> this was yes. always had so many things. As a little kid, I was like, what? This doesn't make any, like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. I think it was a lot of people's awakenings, like, in whatever sure. way it was going to be. Yeah. It was, we'll we'll get into it. But let's let's start with our IMDb synopsis, because I know we will have many things to say after we do IMDb and gay synopsis. Okay. Let's do it. So our IMDb synopsis, for anyone who does not remember the classic, iconic Kim Possible, is as follows. A high school cheerleader and her accident-prone best friend balance their duties as global crime fighters with the typical challenges of adolescence. All right, but we're missing a huge character there, which I'm sure will be in our <laughs> gay synopses. Sure. Shigo, my favorite. Yes. So, Clarissa, we'll have you start. What would be your gay synopsis of Kim Possible? Oh, gosh. I mean, a teenage heroine and her stoppable best friend battle evil villains and their teenage lust I don't know, like, uh, in each episode of the show. I don't know. I don't know how to. I... That's good. Amazing. Building passion. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. You know what? Like, I'm so, I threw it over to you first because I took so many notes I w- as I was watching these compilations and I realized I forgot to write a synopsis. So oh, God. I will try. So I'm going to try to come up with my own gay synopsis right now okay. on the fly. Yes. I did okay. not write it. All right, our heroine, Kim Possible, constantly fighting in her gay crop top and (laughs) iconic gay outfit, fights her nemesis, but also secret lover, who's also wearing a gay outfit, green jumpsuit, Shigo. Also, (laughs) Shigo works for another gay man, Draken, who recruited her because he saw all of the gay potential in her little green jumpsuit that I can't get over. That's it. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. That's what I saw when I was watching those compilations today. That's what I saw. Who's Ron? Who's Ron Stoppable? Even though I do love Ron, but... I do love I, Ron. Yeah, I watched a lot of Shigo today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing. For my case synopsis, I was worried because... I mean, I Kim Possible is like my... Like era, like that was my era, like high school, good, like just peak time. But I was worried that like maybe we're gonna have a certain audience who like might not be as familiar with it because it's like a little bit of a throwback, you know. We're going, we're going like almost two thousand two. It started yeah. in two thousand two. So, Isn't that crazy? Uh, so, so, so listen, right? So here's my gay <laughs> synopsis. I just wanted a gay synopsis that would make it like a little bit more accessible for people who might not be familiar with the show. So my gay synopsis of Kim Possible is Kim go walked so that Catradora could run. Nice. Nice. It is very. That's fair, Have right? you seen She-Ra, Clarissa? No. Oh, you should it's, watch it's, She-Ra. It's like that, but they like actually get together in the end. Is this is like, yeah, recent? Is this super recent? Yeah, it's like a yeah. new, it's okay. a newer 
cartoon, but it's like another the, animated. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Animated. Shira is like the you know hulking Shimbo. What are we? What's the yeah what's the official term call, for like yeah. a, a Shira? Yeah, yeah. I guess you <laughs> I could call know. her that. She's a she's a female himbo. She has like a lifelong best friend slash turned nemesis that like the whole show They're is just like them fighting, fighting and then they get the together. whole time until they like make out with each other's faces at the end. Which know. is how all great romances start, right? Yeah. Exactly. Trying to beat and the crap out of each how other. Like, impossible that's should have been how headed, it is. But listen. Don't Young children, don't listen to this. Yes, Do not. No. <laughs> that is not the way <laughs> to start a relationship. It's an unhealthy, toxic <laughs> yes. dynamic that we are totally not into, and we're going to proceed to talk about how much we love it for the next hour. Yeah, great, absolutely. great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we're all on the same page. PSA from Les Hangout. Okay. Two thousand two. Don't different. do this. I'm just going to say, like, we just didn't. Yeah. You know, we were still saying really stupid shit. So. Yeah. Forgive. It's a bad time. Bad time. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, but tell us, okay, before we dive into the should have been gay of it, tell us a little bit. What was your experience with Kim Possible, the show, Clarissa? Oh, I, did, didn't everybody want to be her? Like, I just, yeah. I wanted to be her. I wanted my hips to move like how her hips moved. So effortlessly swinging around mm. mm-hmm. with her <laughs> the gap in her cargo pants. Like, why didn't my cargo pants have a gap? Just, I mean, everything, like. And every person wanted to help her because she had recently saved their village or whatever. I was like, geez, sounds great. Now I'm just going to go to school and be a loser. Because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't make impossible. Because I couldn't make impossible. <laughs> Who, okay, if you could have, if you could have, like, when you were in high school, mm-hmm. take, like, any, like, teen movie or, like, show. Who's the most relatable character to you in high school? From Kim Possible? Or from Kim Possible, if you can, but if there's no one from Kim Possible, like, Ron Stoppable, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I So was... you wanted to be Kim, but you're Ron. Oh, my God. Just breaking, <laughs> uh, just, like, also, I'm I'm five foot nine inches, right? And that happened within maybe six months. So when I was a freshman in high school, just this gangly, <laughs> gumby thing who could barely, I ran into walls all the time. Like, I didn't have a naked mole rat. It didn't get that far, but my God, it was not cute. It was definitely a mess. Uh, Did you try? Yeah. You should have tried a naked mole rat. I think that would have helped. I don't think it would have helped. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have hurt a lot of things. Uh, I was I was an athlete, but like, man, do I have scars. <laughs> it, oh wasn't, it wasn't graceful. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I understand that too. I think... Yeah, I think I was 12 and 5'8". Yeah. Like, so I get it. Like, you're, like, towering over all of the boys in school. You're at the school dance and, like, you're I mean, trying to slow dance with the... them. And they're, like, literally. Yes. Like, at your waist. All it's the boys just... and all the girls. Like, yeah, it was because I, I think I was 5'8 and a half by the time I was 13. And then I got to my full 5'9 at 14. And... I remember talking to my family and being like, "Yo, yeah, me and my friends are all the same height. My friends are not not five nine. They are five six and five four. And I was just slouching a lot yep. to get to their same height. So it's I understand different it. now. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, now you can embrace it. Now, I can now people love it. it. They're yeah. like, "Oh yes, a tall woman." Exactly. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
But yes, I wanted to be Kim Possible, but I was actually Ron Stoppable, most likely. Yeah. I mean, I We've all been there. Yeah, I'm like, we, I don't think very know. many of us were super spies in high school. Or like, just, I like, think confident. there's a probably small... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baseline. Yeah. Baseline just... Just, like, no confidence. Just willing. Yeah. I might have been, and like, also Kim Possible. <laughs> like, <laughs> but without the Kim- evil side, just, like, that kind of chaotic, like... Like freaky side of him that's just like oh yeah chaos that might have been he's so he's so freaky yeah like the (laughs) watching back on these compilations I was like this man is he's he's very campy oh that's why I was like oh Draken is actually super gay yeah he's like he there's an episode where he's wearing an entire like cowboy getup (laughs) I saw in one of the compilations and he was like just really feeling himself in the cowboy outfit. I was like, this is gay. But pulling it off. He was. <laughs> what was your experience, Lee, with Kim Possible? So, you said that yeah, was like I mean, your like high I school. said, this this was like peak. Like I I feel like a lot of that era of Disney Channel, like the Christy Carlson Romano supremacy time, <laughs> the like Disney Channel original <laughs> movies. Like I have the fondest of memories of like all of that, all of that media. I watched so much, so much of it. Like, I know that I, like, unironically watched and loved, like, Kim Possible, even though this, like, he said 2002 is when it started, so yeah. I was, like, at the end of high school, but, like, that it doesn't matter. It was, like, that's what all my friends, like, everyone was just, like, what's the Disney Channel thing on, like, still? It was, just, they're just... It's fine. It's like, there's nothing it's to be ashamed. Television. Like to be fair, like, at, like that's what's on TV. We're I talking mean... about Shira. Also, like I watched an animated series like yeah. last year. Like, <laughs> where it's fine. There's but, no age know, shame on an animated series. Yeah. Now yeah. it's just like actually cool. Like everybody does it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. like, you don't have to lie about it. Do it. You don't have to lie about it. <laughs> well, and and it was also like Will Friedle was like, you know, for everyone coming from like straight from like Boy Meets yes. World. Like, yeah, it was like it was a big like not just was the show itself like still holds up just great television, but like everyone involved, like behind all the voices were like stars, you know, that like you knew. I mean, come on. It, it was it was great. Christy. Christy herself. Chris, we have to talk about Christy at some point. I mean, yes. we'll, we can talk about it at some point, but I will tell my experience then I really just, I can't hold in all of the gay. So like, it's getting, I got to get through this part. <laughs> so my experience, probably pretty similar to both of yours. I definitely watched it like while it was airing. Definitely want to be Kim Possible. I don't think I've ever done a Kim Possible costume, but like as I'm, th- I need to do a Kim Possible costume. I want to do it maybe next year agreed like wanted to be her but then also like in my second rewatch I've also just like I think wanted to be Kim Possible wanted to be with Shigo like Shigo is like too much too much can we cosplay as Kim and Ron please yes (laughs) yes I'll go I'll go I'll go blonde somehow we can make this happen yes how many times have on our show have we been like let's cosplay as this can we write we need to write (laughs) these down because I remember remember that remember that time we totally actually bought outfits to cosplay Booksmart and then and then the pandemic pandemic happened happened. yeah so I still have have you ever have you seen the movie Booksmart also of course of course yeah so we bought we bought like like blue jumpsuits like the yeah yes. like, like full the body suits. full yes. body oh my god suits. 
I still have it. And like I, I have it. What else I have am it I going to wear? And it? I have my what little, little neckerchief. I mean, yeah. it's ready. I have to my go. beret. Like okay, so I, we were ready. Once the we're pandemic is like done, done, you just have a a backlog yeah, we, of <laughs> cosplay costumes to bring yes. out into yeah. the world and i expect to be we, like yeah. told about this including but not limited to kim possible and ron stoppable yes. well mean, maybe the next Clexicon. so lee couldn't come to Clexicon this year but next year i'm ready we're ready we're, we're it's doing just it. gonna be Listen, what do we need cost. cargo pants and some black oh it's such an easy yeah, neck. Easy. you just need to cut the bottom eight inches off of yours we're done, done. yeah easy <laughs> i do also want to say though though um kim possible's body not realistic no it was a problem like no it actually yeah it actually is like very problematic like the female bodies that were presented to us in our formative no rib years cage. no ribs fit in that body no she, yeah like <laughs> zero I, I was surprised her torso wasn't just floating above her hips yeah. like there's nothing there there's maybe yeah. the real kim possible was the lack of lungs we had along the way <laughs> That, does that make sense, right? Yes, yeah, 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 that makes sense. <laughs> okay. But I do want to say, like, also for the time, for the time, I do feel like that era was a time of, like, this, like, intentional feminism on these TV shows, right? Like, the whole point was that, like, Kim was, like, a high school girl, but she was badass and, like, her male counterpart, like, couldn't do anything. Yeah. Like, was useless. And we sort of have the same parallel with Shigo and Draken. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, really the whole thing is, like, that Kim is amazing. Shigo is, like, the only one who can fight her. And it's just, like, the two of them fighting back and forth. So as, like, a young girl watching it, you are, like, women can do anything. Definitely. Like, and that's, I think, why it, like, still makes you feel like, yes, Kim, even though change the body type but besides that what she's doing <laughs> a full that's body my, that's my a full yeah. body kim possible that's yes. what i want to say <laughs> that's what we need that's what we that needed is... a regular yes. body starring christy carlson romano yeah christy yeah. carlson yeah. romano can okay. still voice kim but just like make her look like a normal woman yes yeah, like yeah. a teenager a real teenager yes yes but that's okay we'll forgive it that for all of the feminism and the gay that we're going to talk about. Yes. So to get started on our gay, which character should have been gay? Clarissa, who's your like number one character? Out I mean, of- it's got to be Shigo, right? <laughs> like, it is. What, what, I was really I- hoping you would come in with like, Wade, let's just dive in for. <laughs> There's, you can, no, please, you can make, a, you can make an, a case for Wade. No, I, I, but- I, mean, we I think it's, I think it, I mean, there definitely cases for a lot of characters in the show but i feel like shigo is like the number one where i'm kind of like why are you with draken one two you look fabulous all the time yes but like also badass and you scare me but like this cool upper black lip thing is working for you i think shigo because i'm just like i her her and draken but i feel like shigo for sure so wait. Also, do you think that Shigo and Draken are romantically together? I was under the impression they were not. Absolutely. Yeah, not. I was like, they definitely were not. Oh my <laughs> they god, definitely like, were not. Like, like no way in hell. Yes. If that yes. were, if that became, was that a thing? No, I think there's. So I think there's one episode where they're like, where um, she goes in love with Draken because he has her under mind control. 
Okay, right. That's the only way. And, and that's literally the only way, yeah, that that would have ever been the case. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, it, she goes, like, so smart. And Dragon's yeah. so weird. I don't even know why she's I, working for him, honestly. I still don't understand that. When I was watching the compilations, too, I was also like, yes, it's a cartoon. I don't need to pluck all the pl- plot holes in here. But Shigo would have kicked Kim Possible's ass. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I guess maybe Draken was the idea guy, even though his ideas sucked. sucked. But, like, I don't know why she she was with him. I feel like with he him. had to have been funding her or something. You yeah, know, like, I feel like she money. seems like she's yeah. paid, it's getting money. paid well to work with him. Yeah. Okay. Money. Okay. But every everything that I could read, like all my research into Shigo, all seems to say she is like by far more competent. But Draken was paying her, so there we go. Mm. Which also you kind of have to admire someone who is like I could be like the main big villain bad guy, but like I'm gonna let someone else take the fall and just like get that cash. Right. True. She goes all about can't, what she needs. I can't hold that against her. Yeah. I did also notice that she's constantly trimming her nails. I did see Even that. Even though she's wearing gloves. <laughs> it threw her gloves. So, she's she's filing yes. her nails through her gloves, which I was like, cool trick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, constantly. And we all know queer women need to have short nails for things. So true. Yes. That's, I just think, a big uh, indicator. Also, she was only in love with Draken when she was under a spell. And she only she's only had two quote unquote like male love interest in any of the episodes. One of them, Draken, when she's under mind control. The other one, did you watch the episode? I told you, Lee, to watch this one episode. Did you I watch did. it? I did. It's called was it Stop, Stop Team, Team Go. Go? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this episode, Clarissa, is when Team Go gets all of their personalities switched around. Okay. So it turns Shigo good. Yes. And all the rest of her, like, brothers bad. Yes. Yes. I did yeah. see, I did watch, like, a compilation of when Shigo and Kim were, like, hanging out a lot. Dating? Yes. Yeah. Da- on dates? <laughs> yeah. Dating? Dating each other? Dating each other and yeah, not okay. calling it sure. that, but, yes, spending every but waking yes, moment I- together. I did watch, and the other thing that was real fun about going back to some of these shows that, again, like, I mean, when I was watching this in 2002, like, the episode opened, and uh, and uh, Mr. Barkin, whatever his name is, Steve, yeah, Stevie, Steve, whatever yeah. Stevie's name is, he starts talking, and I was like, oh, hey, Patrick Warburton, like, <laughs> I didn't appreciate you in 2002, but I do now, because, like, what a joy, they had a great cast on this show. Anyways, that's an aside, but, uh, yes. Yeah, she's goes on a date, heavy air quotes. Yeah, she goes with on a Stevie, date with sure. Steve, who's like the like principal. Yeah, which one also of those teachers? teacher? An, a, I don't really know what he, he's doing. Yeah, I think he's the principal, right? Is yeah, he? I or, think. Oh, maybe he is the gym teacher. He's some hulky dude, dude. And yeah. it doesn't seem like in any way, shape, or form that should be happening. Except no. for that no. he asked her and she just said yes. <laughs> yes well it's also like she turned into nice Shigo right Right. and I feel like it was like the nice version of Shigo was like I guess I can't say no exactly yeah but it didn't feel like she was but 
then there were some weird. Th- she was saying some weird stuff about Steve. Oh, we we are we should one hundred percent like deep dive. <laughs> I mean, if you into want that episode when we get to. Well, I was gonna I say w- when we get to like our couples. Okay, I was like, who do we if you ship want, together? We could do it right now because it is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to just say like other reasons, Shigo is one of the gayest characters, and then we can talk about her and Kim. Okay, other other point for how gay Shigo is is. I so I couldn't find the episode where they cover the backstory, but I saw somewhere that the backstory of Team Go is that Shigo and all of her brothers all got their powers when a giant rainbow comet crashed into them. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Ellie, they, they Ellie they chose a really good time to take a sip, time of, water take a sip of water. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my argument here is that with their giant rainbow powers, <laughs> they all kind of went a little gay, I guess, is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't know. You tell me what the backstory here is. What about the rainbow comet gave them? I don't, I didn't really d- dig deep into this. I left it at that. <laughs> that was enough. That was enough. That yeah. was oh, enough. Yeah. That was all I needed. That's what the writers <laughs> intended. That honestly is enough. Like, what? We haven't done yeah. pa- we haven't done Powerpuff Girls yet, but I feel like that's similar to oh my, like, I was just like say pouring that yeah. or totally spies. Yes, that was another one that I was like, huh? I need to rewatch that. <laughs> totally spies. I was obsessed with that show. Obsessed. Same thing. I wanted to be all of them, but I yeah. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, back that, to Impossible. Uh, I I know, but they're they're similar similar time periods. Spies. That similar yeah similar vein of like female empowerment. Yes. Girls kicking ass. But yeah, so I think those are the main things for Shigo. Is like she never really had a male love interest unless she was under some sort of spell. Right. Right. She loves to sharpen her nails. Well, she loves to trim her nails. She also like, I feel like it's hard to talk about her without Kim. So let's go into Kim. Do we think that Kim Possible has some queer tendencies? Cargo pants. Cargo <laughs> pants. <laughs> That's Come on. Yes, definitely That's a tally towards that. Well, I wanted to bring up her whole, like, kind of afterthought relationship with Ron, where mm-hmm. it seems, like, so forced that I was like, oh, like, almost like I, I should be into a guy. I guess he'll do. <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, For sure. Yeah, questionable. It it does not feel like, I never felt any sort of like, no. yeah, they never made, make sense. They don't make sense at all. No. Well, and, and it's also the whole, because they, so they kiss at the end of the movie. They like go to prom together and then they kiss at the end of the, one of the movies. But the whole plot of the movie is, like, as far as I can tell, the whole plot over the rest of the time is that Kim's like, oh, no, what if I end up having to go to prom with Ron? <laughs> and then <laughs> she's like, be, I guess I'll settle for this. That would be terrible. And then she, like, does go to prom with Ron and is like, I guess I'm here with Ron. We should kiss. And I'm like, I don't really know that this is telling the story you think it's telling because this is like a deeply relatable queer storyline, I think, <laughs> to be like, oh, no, I can't go to prom with anyone that I really want to. And now I awkwardly have to kiss my best friend who's into me. I don't know. Felt, yeah. felt relatable for no reason. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
I just feel like, too, even like the first episode of the show in general, it's called Crush. And it's all about her crush on Josh, right? Like right. Josh Mankey, that like. But that also still is like not really fleshed out. No, it's nothing. I have no clue who Josh is. Like they go on like a few dates. Actually, one date that they go on, she go crashes it. Yes. <laughs> so point proven. <laughs> There's like this whole plot for Draken and Shigo to like embarrass Kim until she dies of embarrassment. And so Shigo like basically just like shows up to her date to like ruin the date. That sounds like something someone would do who really didn't want her to date a dude. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fair. Exactly. I don't know. Like, there's just something about, like, a powerful woman. Like, she could still be straight, but, like, there is something about the way that Kim carries herself that just makes you be like, hmm. I mean, I feel like the world she's grown up in with her parents and her little twin brothers, it's like she's allowed to be and feel however she wants to be and feel. Which I think extends from, you know, being a spy or whatever to her sexuality, to her friendships and stuff. Like, she also is around so many, like, horrible girls, though, too, at school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the cheerleader girls. Which I was like, which I feel like maybe they target her because she's different. That, this just reminds me, Clarissa, of something else that I, that we haven't said yet, which is that the same way that, so we talk a lot on our should have been gays about how like magic is always kind of like queer coded. Mm. I feel like secret identities, secret identities, queer coded, Mm. like having something where you're like, oh, I'm like, I have a secret life. I moonlight as a crime fighting teen girl who like don't need a man to help me out like gay yeah uh, well also isn't it not really a secret though like doesn't everyone it's know a she- secret <laughs> identity <laughs> i'm just like she goes to school and people are like oh or like she's talking to her parents and they're like oh honey you uh you thwart yeah her parents for sure know. like good for you her parents for sure know i'm pretty sure most people at school know but that's not the point <laughs> You're right, you're right. Secret identity. Okay, how about this? Double Double life. Double life. There we go. Okay. Double life. I will give you double life. Yeah. How can I have it all? Oh, my God. We have to do, damn it, Disney, Hannah Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yes. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Only Only one of her personas is gay. So, like, Hannah Montana's bisexual. So, like, when she puts on the wig, she dates men. And then when it's off, she only dates women. Sorry. that I'll go do that in another one. But. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. They really do like that double life on Disney. Oh, yeah. yeah. They eat it up. Yeah. And I guess we do, too, right? Like, because we love the show. Yeah. So, if it works, it works. I mean, who doesn't like a good double life story? Like, it's great. Exactly. It's because we all really well, have a double do, life. How do, mm-hmm. right? And, well, and also because I feel like there's nothing better than just being like, how would I balance, like, fighting crime and going to home ec? Like, <laughs> that sounds, I, I could handle that. Like, there's nothing better than feeling like you're like, I would have this under control. Like Oh, like looking at Kim Possible and being like, how could she not do that? Like, if I were to do it. I would. That's what you're saying? Because she's like in high school, you know? And so I just feel like there's something great about watching a show where it's like, 
the biggest hurdle in her life is like, I don't have time to do my homework. And I'm like, I'm tired and we're two years into a pandemic and everything is like a nightmare hellscape outside. And I'm like, yeah, wouldn't that be nice if like the only problem was like, oh, being a spy. No, I have to go to homeroom and I'm late because Shigo tried to make out with me on my way to class today. Like, listen, I, I lost track of my point here. It's what? a problem we all want to have. <laughs> That's it. What I- were we talking about is my point anyways. <laughs> nothing else, nothing else. <laughs> okay, but yes, I think we can agree that Kim has some some sort she's somewhere on the spectrum. Yes. We don't know where, but we do know that she's in love with Shigo. That's all that matters. And probably in <laughs> denial a bit since she decided mm-hmm. to go with Ron for as long as that however long that happened. For too long. I think it's like a whole seat the whole last season. He and kisses then there's a naked mole rat that he keeps in a pocket. Like that's not <laughs> that's not yeah. like like, that's not your partner. He's her sidekick, quote unquote, right? Yeah. He ruins, like, every mission that she's yeah. on, right? Like, he, it's not like, like, he is technically, right? Like, you're like, that's not a partner. He's supposed to be her partner, right? So, like, we're supposed to buy into. Well, her that, real like, partner he, is the guy on her. Wade. 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 Wade yeah. is the only one helping her. Ron is True. there for moral support. Yeah, like, why is yeah. he even there for these things? He's there for the distraction, right? He's always the distraction. He's the comedic relief. Yeah, but, like, you don't need comedic relief while you're fighting. What's that? It just doesn't well, make any sense. Well, you do on the Disney Yes. yes. <laughs> True. I feel like in our in our remake of Kim Possible, can we have Ron be there to mostly comment on the clear sexual tension between Kim and Shigo. Like, I yes. feel like that he could do that. He could be like wingman's oh, yeah. more uh, wingman status. I could see that working for me. In fact, I'm surprised they didn't do that. That's like gold. Uh, yeah. Writers of Kim Possible, please tell us <laughs> what were you thinking? I know, because when we deep dive into Stop Team Go, he is the opposite of that, and I was not here for it. So I know, very upsetting, very upsetting. So what do we think about Ron Stoppable himself? Do we think he also is... Like just settling for Kim, or do we feel like he's just he's madly in love with Kim, and it just it was not going to happen from the other side? I feel like Ron is kind of like, and I know some people in my life. I'm not going to say who they are, but straight men who fall for women who are just so clearly not into them in any way, mm-hmm. shape, or form, and definitely into other women. And for some reason, it's, like, very attractive to have someone who does not want you in that way. And I don't know why, but I've seen it happen a few times with some of my guy friends. And I think Ron is one of those those guys. I think yeah. it's common. Mm. It is very yeah, it's common. because they love the hunt, you know? They just... Uh, or just that the I, women don't give them as like much attention. Chase. You know, like, I think it's because yeah. women who are not into men aren't pursuing men. Right? So then they're like, whoa, she's so mysterious. Like, it's like, she's not into you, dude. Like, come on. Yep. I feel like Ron is one of those dudes. Yeah, I mean, even Mm. in, like, in the, I think it was the first episode, because I did watch the full first episode, and then I just watched a bunch of compilations. But yeah, he, like, asks every girl at the school out. Like, every single one. Ron. (laughs) And you're just like, why are we doing this? Like, his whole persona in the first episode was, like, I'm Ron, and I'm going to ask people on dates. Oh, God. And you were like, and no, no one was interested. 
So yeah, it's, like he's, it's hard he has a to imagine he has a that like being a mildly incompetent funny man who like shares his food with his mole rat <laughs> that lives in his pocket like wasn't a bigger pull in high school. I yeah, just I find don't that know. hard to imagine. Like you know, there was a guy in our high school who was actually a lovely person, but he dressed up like Dracula every day. Wow, he got a girlfriend. There you yeah. go. Listen, there's someone did for she everyone. Dress up? I know. Did she, she also dress up? Like no, but I think she really liked the idea of him like sucking on her neck. Uh, so mm. it worked. There's it someone works. for everyone. There's someone out there, for everyone. You know? I was like, all right, more power to you. You guys go do your freaking shit. <laughs> That's fine. But I, I also do feel like Kim is not that person for Ron. Like, if no. there was no. a character for Ron, it would be like another girl at their school. Who also had some sort of strange pet. Another naked right? mole rat. Yeah. <laughs> and then like their pets would meet and they'd be like, oh, like, what's yours name? Blah, blah, blah. And then they'd like meet and they'd sit at lunch together, like feeding their animals. Cheese and yeah. tortilla chips. Yeah. Like that's that seems more accurate. Not like you're like super hot crime fighting no. best friend who like has been your friend for a really long time and like really doesn't see you like that I also, makes no sense i also think ron just like i think i think he's just kind of oblivious to most things in general too i think it would make sense that he was also oblivious to kim yeah as well as like how ridiculous it is to have your naked mole rat eating part of your burrito so <laughs> here's my question <laughs> here's my question what is it why is there what is the stereotype where does this come from to have sidekicks named ron who somehow end up as the boyfriend to like the clearly far out of their you talking harry potter of course i am i just like because what is that? Like, what is that? Why is that like the default of like, oh, you're the you're the sidekick kind of like, you know, red heady, blonde, what like Ronald McDonald's of the world. We need to give them a break. Like they have had they are the tortured souls. They're the ones who everyone thinks that they are. And they're they think that they should get the girl or whatever. Yeah. They're the representation of the majority of men. Yeah. yeah, it's that bad. It's actually really true. No, I think it that is that's just what like it is. bad. It's just like these mediocre men who get these incredible women, and you're like, "What's happening?" But also, like some of these women, I'm like, <laughs> "Are you seeing what I'm seeing?" Because <laughs> you're clearly like can do so much better. I don't understand how. What do you see when you look in the mirror, woman? <laughs> Wake yeah. up! I know. It's wild. And, and that's why not, we are yeah. here to tell you that all of those women should have been yes. gay. <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> you can solve all of your problems. <laughs> yes. With these mediocre gay, men. You cowards. <laughs> stop, yeah. Stop putting them with these terrible, terrible, uninteresting men. Yeah, see, like Hermione would have made sense, too. I'm sure you guys have done a Harry Potter. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Oh, yeah. I digress. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> uh, but speaking of mediocre men, let's talk Draken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even though, like, okay, mediocre, but at least in, like, I guess Ron is, Ron is funny and weird. But, like, Draken, like I said before, like, he was cracking me up. Like, he is so, so campy. Yes. Campy, chaotic, and somehow blue. Yes. We don't know. Yes, we don't know how. What is he? Is um, he even human? Like, what is and- he? And I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he is human, right? And also useless. I mean, if we're going to talk about how, you know, yes. Ron is, like, what is Ron bringing to the equation here? Like, Draken does not contribute a ton, honestly, he, to, like, successful operations. He brings gumption. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He brings and attitude. Conviction. I mean, yeah. he does. And monologues. But, yeah, monologues. But I, yeah, that's true. You you asked me to watch Stop Team Go, Ellie, and his whole, like, B-plot of that episode is that he spends the entire episode where he no longer has Shigo around because she got, like, reversed into being good. So he doesn't have Shigo around. He spends the whole episode trying to open a jar of pickles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can't oh, open yeah. the jar whole, without her. That's his whole storyline is he, like, searches high and low for Shigo to help him open a, a jar of pickles that he cannot do, which also, sorry, let's just notch that as an extra in Shigo's, like, gay column. <laughs> Because she can actually open jars. Yes. And also, after that moment, because I did watch part of that, like, that compilation of uh, Shigo being good, she has this moment where she's looking at the pictures of her and Kim so fondly. Oh, God. Oh, don't worry. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Okay, I won't spoil it. Well, don't worry. I'm sorry, but let's just, we need to talk about it. We keep dancing around it. It's such a good episode. Do you have anything anything else you want to say about Draken? 
no, I think just like the campiness of him. His little mullet gay and, yeah, culture. His, his like his outfits, his yeah. plans. He just like he's really searching like, for purpose. Is he I mean, he's like kind of in a dress too, right? Like he's got like the the original like Harry Styles kind of like androgynous non-binary style going. Oh yeah. Yeah, he gives me like a little bit of like Frankenfurter from like Rocky Horror type mm. vibes. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah. Like I feel like he would. I'm like, this is another one, but like Powerpuff Girls, the like. Um, oh, him? The, yeah, him. So, so gay. But like yes. that type of villain energy, right? Where I'm like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if like Draken just like lifted up his thing and like had like stockings and stilettos. Yes. And like yes. w- rocked it. Yeah. Definite, I just like definitely. see that for him. Like he he would love to rock a runway. Like if Draken had an episode where he was like really feeling himself, feeling his purpose on a runway, I would not be surprised. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, blue guy, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he definitely like. I think he designed. He had like this like shampoo or something that he designed. I don't know. It was like some sort of like hair care line, but like I feel like he would like. He's like been waiting for his big moment and like. Finally, he's like, "Oh, my purpose is like to be a fashion designer." Yeah, and you're <laughs> and you're like, "Yes, Draken, Finally, you found your purpose." Love that for him. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. We see it. Okay, wait. Before we deep dive into Kim and Shigo, can I throw one other character into the mix? Because yes. we haven't talked about Monique yet. Okay. Yes. And I feel like we have to a because voiced by Raven. Raven. I mean, check point one, right? Yeah. Yep. But also because I feel like Monique was kind of like you know Kim's closest like friend at school like in her appropriate age range which we are going to be wildly glossing over when we start talking about Shigo (laughs) so just to like mention that and also like she I feel like was kind of the friend who would like call Kim and Ron out on their shit a little bit which like also like strong gay energy to me in the sense that like I feel like Monique would have been the kind of friend to be like uh I'm gonna like run your like entire astrological chart and like tell you why you know like you're doing what you're doing and like self-sabotaging or whatever I don't know I could see that I just want to put it out there I don't have a ton to put up uh as arguments well I think too if you're going to talk about Monique that it is like you said more age appropriate and like like that's like her healthy queer relationship With Monique, but like we're gonna dive into the absolute chaos. The toxic and toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also like the relationship that maybe could be the first enlightening moment too, you know, like Mm -hmm. the awakening. Yes. I see it. But I need we need to talk about Stop Team Go. Okay. That episode. Okay, so Clarissa, go back to what you were saying. She goes looking at the picture. Yes. So it makes me think maybe she wasn't really turned good. All the way, or back back to bad all the way, or something. I don't know. Or her personality didn't really change in terms of what how she felt about Kim because the way she was looking at those photos longingly and thoughtfully, and then like burned them up, but only to a point. So there was still one photo left, and we don't know if that photo got burned. But my guess is that it didn't. Oh yeah. Here's here's the thing. The whole episode. Right, as soon as Shigo turns good, she is like glued 
to Kim Possible in a way that they don't really explain at all because it's also, she's like staying at her house. house. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I mean, talk about you hauling. Like she. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd love to wait. Also too, I just want to say like the whole overarching thing of Shigo and Kim is that I really feel like either one of them could kill the other one and they don't actually want to. they don't. No. Right? So, like, when she turns good and she's staying at her house, it's, like, not that surprising because, like, the whole time they're fighting, like, they're evil, they're nemes, like, nemeses, but there's something about them that feels like they don't actually want to hurt each other. They just, like, enjoy fighting because it's fun. And they get to roll (laughs) around together all the time. Yes. Yeah, they are in close contact (laughs) a lot of the time. Like, there's a lot of their fighting that is just them, like, holding each other. And very much (laughs) on top of each other, like, in very compromising positions. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, full body tackles, like, on top. Yeah. Did either of you see in the compilations when they're wrestling in the mud? No. All right, watch it. There's an entire sequence of them mud wrestling and she goes in a bathing suit. Oh my God, stop it. I think as it got further along, like this is season four. Okay. They got like more and more intense with them fighting each other. I'm like, who did this? I literally was like, who let this play? (laughs) Yeah, it was very intense. Um, Sorry, but back to... You could Back go to, to that, yeah. uh, substitute teacher, Miss Go, who has moved in with one of her students. Yeah. teenage students and going shopping together and they're on dates together. They have this one scene where they are at the nacho, the Bueno Nachos, yeah. right? They're at the nacho place and Ron like goes and he's like buying his food and then he like walks up to the table and he's clearly like kind of googly eyed over over Kim. But then he like walks around like the other seat of the booth they're in and like sees she go. Well, miss go, I guess. I I don't know the whole this the whole distinction, whatever. He, she, he sees she go sitting there and there's like they again, this is an animated <laughs> show <laughs> like there is no the actors decided to like put a weird thing no somebody sat down storyboarded and drew, yeah. and drew out like frame after frame after frame of like they are like making very pointed eyes at each other kim is like running a finger around the rim of her glass and then ron walks up and is like what's happening and she goes like we were talking about you, Ron. Like, and then they both start giggling wildly. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> what is this scene? Like, you are on a date. This is a date. I I know what a date looks like. And that is a date. What is happening? Somebody drew that. Somebody approved those scenes. I don't get it. Who was the lead animator? <laughs> Why right? name? That's what I want to know. Yes, honestly, we need this. We need the truth. Give us the truth. Give us the truth. Who wrote this episode? Because that's really who we need to thank. Because this, I truly feel like they had to have known. They were like, you know what? Oh, you know, sure. it'd be really fun if we actually like give the fans a little bit more of <laughs> Shigo and Kim spending time together. Because that's not even their only date in the episode, right? No, it's a constant like, date. They, they have that date and then they go to the mall together and they're shopping together and they're like picking out clothes 
for each other. Like Kim's holding up a shirt and she goes like, no, I don't like that one on you. And then she's like, I really like these shoes. And she's like, go back and buy the shoes. And they're like hyping each other up on this clear date that they're on. And then she go gets asked on a date by Stevie Patrick Warburton. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he asked me on a date. What do I do, Kim? I don't really know how to, why don't you come? let's double date you come on my date too and i'm like what is happening right now what is going on they also went to I'm a movie it. together i think they did it was called the memo pad i think it was supposed to be a play on the notebook oh, oh my god <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> it's a it was like a rom-com right. ron's like i want to see an action movie and they were like we really want to. So they basically went to see the notebook together and right. Ron didn't want to go. So like the two of them Yay. are probably sitting there like holding hands like Yay. you're a bird. I'm a bird. She go. <laughs> <laughs> but also like oh my- Ron being oblivious again if he was trying to get after Kim. I think that in this episode they're together. Aren't they? Oh, are they? I think they're boyfriend and girlfriend in this episode. Well, you wouldn't I know it. I don't know. You exactly. Know exactly. You know Kim could give two shits about Ron. She literally tells him like many times, basically like, "Go away. I'm ha- I'm hanging out with Chico. Yeah. I'm hanging out with Chico." They and and one of well, I don't remember which date. There's so many dates in this episode. I don't remember which date it's on. At one point, they do like again gay culture. They go in a photo booth they get their little photo strip that she burns at the end that you mentioned Clarissa listen listen and before she burns the photo strip the last thing we hear she go as Miss Go say right because they use the little the little helmet mind control thing yeah Yeah. so they use the mind control thing to turn all of the brother the, the Go brothers back to good they leave she go as good, right? And she's in the middle of saying to Kim, her, I, I wish I'd written down I the wrote exact it sentence, down. but it's it something like she says, I wrote it down. Okay, it read down. it, read it, read it. <laughs> she said, Kimmy, I couldn't tell you when I was evil, but, but, dot, 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 and then gets zapped by the helmet back to bad again. Helmet gets crushed. So, like, zaps her back to bad, gets crushed, so you can't turn her back. She, like, hops on Draken's little, oh, yeah. like, escape thing and, like, zooms away and then stands in Draken's lair staring at the photos yes. of them. And Draken walks in and she's like, oh, burn that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think she wanted to burn it. I only think she mm-hmm. burned it because Draken saw it. Yeah. She didn't want Draken to find it and ask any yes. questions. What is this episode? Listen, I listeners, <clears throat> I have I have a request. Do you happen to be someone or know someone who like wrote for or animated for season four of Kim Possible? We need to know. We have some questions. Reach out to us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com because like what the fuck? What this is episode this? is very like it. It is just what is the straight explanation for that? It's fanfic come alive. Like I feel like they lit. They must have been like, let's find a fanfic and do it. 
Hey, name name a straight ending to that sentence. I couldn't tell you this when I was evil, but yeah. I think we should all speculate. What do we Okay. So oh, this is fun. I'm excited. What do we think... Does it have to be does it have to be a heterosexual explanation? Oh, no, of course not. So, okay. what do you think Shigo was going to say to Kim? <laughs> I think she was going to say, "I could never tell you this when I was evil, but you are my perfect match, both in your physical abilities and attractiveness. Wow. And I don't think I'll ever find anyone more suited for me than you. The game's over. That- We're done here. <laughs> I mean, to be- that's, that's it. That's it. We- that's a- Clarissa, you won the game. Congrats. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Wow. I'll be here all week, folks. A plus. I, I, I will work. take jobs as a writer. Yeah. <laughs> Put uh, that on your resume. I, I can't top that. Do you have another suggestion? Honestly, Ellie? that was so, that was perfect. Okay, wait. I propose a different game. Can you name a straight ending to the sentence, though? Can okay. you think of something that she would have said? I'll try, but you know it's not going to be easy. Okay. <laughs> Do your best, Ellie. I couldn't tell you when I was evil, but you've had a piece of lettuce in your teeth for five years. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, This is a really fun game of um, Mad Libs. We should put this on our Twitter. I want people to say what they think she said. I just, there's no, there's no straight explanation for that sentence, right? What do you what do you think, got, Clarissa? What do you got? Like, okay, Kimmy, I could never tell you this when I was evil, but I'm super jealous of your backflips. You know, like yeah. it could be something just about how she fights. Yeah, because she can never tell her like you're a good fighter. She's always exactly. Like, she can't and, say yeah. they they are a match like in terms of their ability to kick each other's ass. So yeah. I could see it finishing with something neutral like that, but also I'm glad they cut it off because that would have been so lame. <laughs> Lee, I just, do you have anything? Some, I, I, I honestly don't. I've got nothing. Like everything I try to write that straight like turns out gay by the time <laughs> I finish the sentence. Like every time I try to be like, I could, I had so many chances to kill you over the years and I didn't because I'm in love with you. Like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I can't keep it from heading there. It's too hard for me. I just, I really want to know, like, no, somebody, s- nobody wrote this episode. I just, I can't. I can't believe that somebody did this and, like, nobody saw it. Like, nobody well, in that room okay, people was, like, saw it. I feel like there's a reason that that people constantly are talking about this shit. Oh, I know that like the the viewers, I mean yeah, yeah. like someone on the in the writers, in the writers room, room, someone yeah. in the animation room. Like somebody has to have caught this and then just been like, just do it anyways. Like oh, there's no way. I'm sure there was someone who was actively fighting for these kinds of storylines in this show and they kept saying, "No, no. You know, water it down, water it down, water it down." And then eventually, that's what the audience saw. But they were also just hoping it would go over all of our heads. I yes. just, it is wild. I to feel me. like there had to be wild. somebody advocating for this. I bet you episode. there's like a version of this show that is just rainbow flags everywhere. Everything <laughs> is very out in the open. Like Shigo and Kim have a, an apartment together in like the mountains. Kim's got an undercut. Yeah, yeah. And like 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. And just like <laughs> Shigo has like a whole sleeve tattoo and it's fucking gorgeous. Oh my god. And like Ron has now found his mole rat counterpart person and Draken has like some really hot person who's red to calm yeah. it's blue. You know, and it's just like it's just known. But there was a producer or something or, you know, just Disney yes. in general that was like we can't do that. It's 2002. <laughs> oh yeah. God. We can't but do it. It's so true, though. We can do it's it in so our minds. True. We can see it all. Well, look, they got us like uh, 90% of the way there easily in this episode. Oh, with yes. this episode, I'm for say. sure. And I that's it's why I'm insane. saying like this, the further you go into the seasons, like season four has the most gay content, I think, between the two of them, because that's the mud wrestling that I watched. I was like, what am I watching? And a lot of other fight scenes where they're just like, there's a fight scene where they're both in dresses in like this like fancy party. Oh. Femme for femme. We love yeah. to see it. And they're just like fighting in these dresses. I was like, this is intense. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's a lot. And then I think too, like I've, you know, every time we do these, I'm like, Google, Kim Possible, gay. And I like see what shows up. Right. And a lot of people have written about how, like, Kim Possible and Shigo were their gay awakening. Just, like, oh, the, yes. particularly Shigo has come up a lot more than Kim Possible. Because I really do think, like, she's more actively, it's just, like, more obvious with her. Because yeah. they never gave her a male love interest. So you can be like, okay, yeah. But I understand it. Well, and I also like that it kind of fits, it fits very well into our kind of, like, Disney universe in a general sense of like name a straight disney villain you can't like dragon and Shigo, both gay like true both, both queer characters and also not because i know like we talk sometimes about how like queer coded disney villains can be a bit problematic because you're mm, like yeah. okay do you have to be a bad person to be gay like why can't kim who's like our lead character be also gay right but i don't know there's something about Shigo and dragon that's like not that evil. No. They're, you know yeah, I mean, what I she mean? She's seducing like a high schooler and she is of indeterminate age but seems to be teacher age. So like I will give it that on the All not right. the best. Yes. Not the best not look the for best. like we talk about the predatory lesbian trip a lot, Elliot. True. It's not true, great. True, true, true. But I also think like I don't think Shigo is like preying on Kim. Yeah, I don't think, I think well nothing yeah. actually happens. Happens truly. Yeah. So it's just that flame of passion that's there. Which can happen, <laughs> right? Like yep. it's just if you act on it, that's what's mm, really yep. the problem. And they don't act on it. Yeah, double dating with your students is fine as long as you don't actually. <laughs> okay, I rescind, I rescind. Please strike that from the record. No, no, it's it's on the record, Clarissa. We've got it recorded. Yes. Don't do but it. like don't also do she it. go oh literally sleeping in Kim's bedroom. Like what, what am I advocating for? Oh my god. No. No, never mind. Jeez. I was trying to look at how old she, how old she go is. <laughs> I think online it says she's like 30 question Oh, really? Mark? I saw like 20 something question mark. I feel better about mine. Yeah. <laughs> like 26. They... Okay, so either yeah, way. Yeah, no one knows. Let's go with 20. Let's, let's say go with 20. Low 20s yeah, let's go as low and, uh, 20s as we can it go. You guys, it much guys, better. She's 19. But... <laughs> yes. Yes. 
that's student, perfect. Te- student teaching uh in yeah sure well there is a part where she says she has like a degree in child's development or something she's 26 <laughs> she's 26 yeah. an online degree that she completed in, in high, high school, school last year in high school listen nothing truly happens besides her sleeping in the same bed possibly as kim and going on double dates with her but if you just re- disregard that one episode then it's okay yeah sure. <laughs> yeah then it's fine yeah we yeah. nailed it just really we nailed that <laughs> yeah. one okay listen i don't feel concerned at all <laughs> no anymore not at all not at all um but i think it's pretty obvious who we're shipping right i are there any other like alternate ships besides kim and shigo that we want to explore i just feel like they're just Listen, such a big one they're such I, like, they are a huge one i have to throw kim and monique out there just just because i do that's all all right i just i need to also because i feel like i could totally see monique being also the kind of queer person in high school who is like oh you're like still interested in boys like let me like help guide you through how stupid boys are since I'm like above and beyond all of this you know she's like figured her shit out she's like established out proud whatever I'm just I could see that going somewhere down the line she's that wise sage yeah exactly that's it it. that's my that's my only alternate alternate ship I'd throw out there I keep thinking about Bonnie I think that's her name the really bitchy yeah. girl with like the spiky hair. Ooh, we always love this. Oh yes, my God. do it. Please I, do no, it. No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like she deserves someone horrible, but also like part of me is no, like, but does also she hate? tail tail as old as time. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I feel like Bonnie I, is. Super I hate into you Kim. because I love you. She's obsessed with him. Obsessed. Where I'm like, yeah. Yeah. can you just keep your mouth shut? But also, I'm like, <laughs> no. Oh. She is, she is like bully. I am gonna like push you over on the schoolyard because I have a giant crush on you, one hundred percent. But yeah, I don't want them together. But no. I could see that Bonnie has some repressed feelings for Kim. Yes, like Bonnie is toxic AF. But also, I'm like, girl, you toxic for a reason. Yep. Yeah, she cares way too much about Kim to like. Not have some weird feelings. Which under there. also just makes me reflect back on a couple of my bullies. And now I'm like, oh, my God. Was that what was happening? I didn't even consider that, really. <laughs> yes. Like, could the answer is yes. Like, literally, why are you so obsessed with me? Ha-ha. Also, <laughs> wait. They were both... They were both cheerleaders, too. Yes. Right? Like, I'm getting strong, strong Fabary. vibes of... Oh, I wasn't even thinking Faberry. I was thinking... Uh, what's it? Bring it on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also for very equally valid point, yes, correct. There's there's a lot. I, I was I yeah, was thinking yeah. I was thinking Eliza Dushku and cargo pants is where my mind immediately went. Eliza Dushku could be live action Kim Possible if they dyed her hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you know they did a live action Kim Possible? They did. When I don't know, but I saw a poster for it, and it, it may have been great. I was by the poster. I did not want to watch. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It might have been good. We'll never. But we know. didn't. Like, I no have, one to, heard I have about to look it, this so. up immediately. Yeah, it, I. I mean, I don't think I... anyone heard about it, so I don't think I don't know if it got buried or. I do remember because I remember that Christy Carlson Romano like was in it as something. She wasn't Kim, but she like had some other role in oh, okay. it, and I remember it happening. Oh. Uh, when it was got this? three stars. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, it's no. hard. It's hard. There's a lot of stunts in that show. 
Yeah, I just feel like you got to keep it as a cartoon. And also, like, who's it for? Because the reality is it's our generation. Oh, my God. And it had Alison Hannigan as her mom. I don't care who Christy Carlson Romano played. I ship Christy Carlson Romano and Alison Hannigan in whatever <laughs> roles they were in. <laughs> oh, my God. In the live action remake, just for myself. No, for no reason. I ship them together. It's fine. Yeah, this is. Because, like, I, I saw Dora the Explorer live action. Mm. Even though that was a little young. For, the cartoon was a little young for me. But, like, yeah, like, this Kim Possible one would have been perfect. But I didn't know about it. I bet you it's on uh, Disney Plus, but I don't know if I can stomach it. <laughs> no, I, I can't. Know. Let's let's palate cleanser. Let's do some ship <laughs> names, should yes. we? Okay, so I mean, our obvious one is Kim and Shigo, which is officially Kimgo. Is officially Kimgo. Yes. Okay. So I don't feel like we need to make another one because it's. I have a question. Yeah, but, yes. Yes. Is Shigo's first name she? Yes. Wait, no. As, yes. Because he's missed they're Go. all Yeah. <laughs> it's Shigo. Her name is Shigo, and all her brothers are they're like all the go. Shigo, he go, we go. We go, yeah. <laughs> That's like their whole thing, yeah. Wait, okay. who's the other one? I just had to I just had to confirm that their parents named their daughter She. she. Yeah. Okay. And their son, he. Yeah. And their twins, we. Oh god. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there is another one. What's the other one? He go, me go, we go, and she go. <laughs> me go. I me forgot go. me go. <laughs> yeah. I forgot me go. me go. Me go is the one who can get really big or really little, I think. The purple one. So when someone says, hey, what's your name? And you say, me. Me. <laughs> yep. What assholes are their parents? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what their parents' name are. names are. Probably Do they have parents? Do they have parents or did they just get created? I don't think they ever mentioned parents. They just got hit by a rainbow comet and they just came to be. I mean, they are a rainbow, right? It's red, purple, blue, and green. green. But there has to be more than that in a rainbow. Yellow. What about yellow? Yeah. They just didn't have enough siblings. (laughs) Those colors got left behind. Yeah. Yeah. They could only do a few parts of the rainbow. (laughs) Do we feel like green, like the choice of green for Shigo, says anything about her sexuality? Interesting question. I don't know. What I'm like, you, what, does, what are you thinking? I don't know. I'm like, what does green mean? But I feel like her being green is very intense. Like, I don't know. There's something about her, the color of her suit that just, I feel like is intentional. Well, I feel like green is kind of like the foil to, wait, what's the opposite of orange is purple? Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know, but. Also, like, I really feel like she literally has fire for hands and she's fighting a teenager who can, like, fight pretty well. But she doesn't have fire for hands. No. Kim has gadgets. Like, I really feel like if Shigo really wanted to hurt Kim, she would have done it. Well, when they, like, lock her up, because she gets caught sometimes by them. Shigo could literally just go, dead. Yeah. But also, she does say, Shigo does say a couple of times, Oh, you know, I would just take care of you right now, but Draken wants to like, you know, carry it out a little bit slower. Part of me is like, does he or is yeah, it you? Exactly. She? <laughs> is it you, she? <laughs> does he, she, or we? <laughs> so wait, so are we saying right now that Kimgo as a ship name serves as both their ship name Portmanteau, but also Kim's married name in a hypothetical future? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. 
You don't just think, throwing it out there. You don't think she go? She yeah, possible. she possible. Ooh, wow. Because possible is a great last name. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, get rid of the she possible. possible sounds like an affirmation. Yes, yes. yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I do feel like she go would like Kim's last name in well, that way, but also, also be, be tough for them. She go yeah. possible. She go possible. Yes, Kim go possible. I love it. <laughs> But yeah, who else are we shipping? Just Kim and Shigo and Kim and Monique. Kim so and what's, Monique. So what's Kim and Monique's ship name? Kimique. Kimique. That's cute. Kim and Monique have a nice ship name together. You also, you threw Kim and Bonnie out. So I feel like we should give them a ship name oh, yeah. just, just for funsies. Kimney? Yeah, Kimney. Kimney. Bon possible. Bon possible. Bon. <laughs> I love it so much. I, just I want do- it. The full name. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh, I love it. I feel like what what's uh the the mole rap's name is Rufus, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm shipping Draken and Rufus. Ooh. Ooh okay. It's kinda weird. They're both a little weird. Yeah. I feel like it could I can, work. I can it vibe could with that, you know? So Jack Jackfus. Jackfus. I like it. Oh Ruffin. wow. Rufin. Rufin. Yeah. Yeah. I the important thing, I think, Kim Possible. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. It's so gay. (laughs) 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 I know we have to say it should have been gay at the end, but like holy Um, mo holy God. Is it time, Ellie? (laughs) Yes, it's time. It's time for our Q and gay. Let's do it. Q Q Q and gay. All right. Question number one. Would you rather? A, call me, or B, beat me. <laughs> well, because I did have a pager in middle school. Oh, my God. My mother gave me her, her old one when she was nice. over it. I think beat me. I'd love to go to nice. the principal's office and call your phone number from there. Nice. <laughs> yes. Question two. Which Kim Possible character had the best outfit out of A, Kim Possible, B, Shigo, C, Draken, or D, Rufus? Oh, I mean, I love a birthday suit. <laughs> but so Rufus, you know, a nod to you, but I think it's Shigo. Nice. Since technically a birthday suit is not an outfit. Technically. Technically. All right. Question number three. What is your favorite Shigo episode? A, Stop Team Go. So that's the one where she turns good. B, Adventures in Rufus Sitting, C, Two to Tutor, and D, The Big Job. I think probably the first one. The oh, first yeah. one's the best one. Yeah. I don't even know. The you don't even need the other questions. and U-Hauling I, episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just, you get to see, you get to see Shigo as something else. It's nice. Yep. Okay. Question four, which Kim Possible weapon would you want? Although I should, I suppose that's a bad question because these are like the bad guy weapons. Okay. So out of A- the Attitudinator, B, Giant Robot, C, Magical Amulet, or D, Weather Machine. Ooh. Okay, definitely not the Weather Machine. I really didn't understand what they were going to do with that. This seemed <laughs> no like a very bad plan. Um, okay, Magical Amulet, the Attitudinator. The Attitudinator Yeah, what does the, the Attitudinator do? It changes their mood, it's the, right? Yeah, it like changes your personality, yeah. basically. It's what it's what the Stop Team Go weapon was like based off I think of. I would, she like improved the Attitudinator. Yeah, I think I would become really evil with an Attitudinator. 
Because anytime anyone did something to me that I didn't like, I'd be like, you need an attitude adjustment. <laughs> and I, I don't think that'll be good. What does a magical amulet do? I think it gave them the powers of Anubis. Oh. Which is what? Question raising mark? people from the dead? I Good question. I, I, I'll I be fair. I, I did not watch that episode. And what was the second one? Sorry. Giant robot. Giant robot. St- stomp, crush, yeah. pew, pew. Giant robot. Do things. Uh, yeah, sure, robot. Robot, because okay. then I could at least, go. like, get around the city a little faster. Oh, yeah, multifunctional, multipurpose. Yeah, I don't right. have to hurt anybody, but I could just, like, be like, uh, move over, Fifth Very Avenue. Very practical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm coming. I'm going to the park. <laughs> Amazing. All right, question number five. Which team possible member were you in high school? A, Kim, B, Ron, C, Rufus, or D, Wade? Oh, I think Wade. Nice. Yeah, Dude, Wade, Wade you is said, helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was Wade def- has lots of skills. I was like one of those, you know, I was AP student, kind of nerdy, didn't do much outside of my house. Had a, had a beeper in middle school. Had a beeper you know. for my mom to call yeah. me, beat me, just yeah. in case. If she wanted to <laughs> reach me. If she wanted to reach you me. Know. Um, but just my mother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kind my of God. like Wade. I- he just has Kim. Yeah. Amazing. No one else. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, this has been amazing. I was so excited to talk about this yes. today and it did not disappoint. Clarissa, thank you so much of for course. hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. Do you have anything you want to tell our audience about? I know you're in Hentified Season 2, so where can people watch that yes. or anything else they can watch you in? So if you have Netflix or, you know, you have your friend's Netflix or your sister's or your brother's Netflix. We all know how this Your goes. ex, you know, Your whoever. ex's Netflix, your grandma's <laughs> Netflix, you know, wherever you get your Netflix from. Go ahead and watch Hentified Season 2. And if you haven't watched Hentified Season 1, watch Hentified Season 1. It's so good. And then Hentified Season 2, you know, just keep binging. And I'm in it. <laughs> and it is a beautifully written show that I'm so proud to be a part of. Um, and I get to play a sick ass character and get to work with some really lovely humans who I hope I get to work with again. Yeah. Amazing. We hope and so tell too. our listeners where they can find you on social medias, you know, once they've finished Hentified season two and they want to follow yes, you. Yes, or before, you know, you can always yeah. follow or anytime. Anytime. Just keep coming back to my page, liking things, sharing things, commenting, <laughs> you know, whatever. I am on Instagram. And my handle is at Clarissa. You got literally just your first name. You Amazing. got the handle Clarissa. I got the handle at Clarissa. So it's C-L- that's incredible. Did you, did you join Instagram like the day it launched or what? No, I have a very amazing publicist mm, who um, incredible when uh, Monique at Persona PR. If anyone's in the market, uh, <laughs> yeah. she's a baddie and I love her. But she, yeah, we were able to get it for me, um, which was amazing. Pretty cool. So I'm just at Clarissa, and I have so many random people on Instagram being like, "Um, give me your handle." <laughs> no, no, no bitch. <laughs> back up. You're like my my publicist may or may not have killed someone. For I this, don't know so what like, she did, no. and I don't need to know. <laughs> That's not my business. <laughs> But she got the handle uh, she and she got, did her job. She got the handle okay. and she did her job. She's amazing. Hire her. And then on Twitter, but I'm not really on Twitter 
it just makes me so angry. But on Twitter, I'm at Clarissa T. So at Clarissa with the first letter of my last name. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much, Clarissa. This was so fun. Yes. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Let me hear you say hip, 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 yeah. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we just want to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And this week, we want to shout out, I apologize in advance for this. We want to shout out Twitter user Now. Okay. Okay. Who messaged us, had a lot of thoughts about our uh, Swan Queen episode as you should as everyone should we did get a we did we knew that was going to be a popular episode so they had a lot of thoughts specifically about one storyline that had to do with a curse that was called the shattered sight curse and the the whole thing about the curse is that it's supposed to make true loves start to hate each other and Emma, for some reason, was immune, but Regina wasn't immune, and she locks herself in a vault to, like, protect her true love from herself. And when the curse starts, she doesn't start getting angry at Robin. She starts getting angry at Emma. So, question mark? Question mark? So, I, all I'm saying is, listen, we have some questions. Obviously, Ellie and I, the foremost uh, world experts on Swan, Swan Queen. Queen don't know anything about this curse or this episode. So if somebody has more information and wants to email us, please, please send us in what was happening and whether that is correct or not. Because if so, we love to see it. That's all. All we know is that's gay. That's gay. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> Kayla Kelly, who's one of our favorite patrons, messaged us on Instagram about our Dickinson episode and said, I cannot express how much this changed my life. Such a beautiful show from start to finish. And we agree. Mm, Kayla. Agreed. Great, yes. great, beautiful show. As always, I want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster. Jess Klaus. Tanya Ferguson. Jacqueline Rose Nishino. Sarah and Julia. Danny Gunlock Tamora. Brittany Ray. Alana Rosen. Lizette Stye. Stacy. Aidy Benitez. Fiona W. Whitney Lennon. Jennifer Trujillo. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen. Leah Hendley. Liz Chen. Julia Gonzalez. And Ashley White. Thank you all so much. We really could not make this show without you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And make sure that you have listened to all the episodes of The Flame. It's available on any podcasting app, and you'll want to be caught up before our next musical comes out. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. If you want to help support the podcast, there are so many ways that you can do that. The first is easy and free is to just go on the Apple Podcasts app, leave us a rating and a review. Helps new people find the show. If you want to support us financially, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You also get access to a lot of cool perks like our Patreon Discord chat. We're going to have our Patreon Q&A bonus episode on February 23rd. And once we hit 150, Lee and I will start talking about all of the less essentials that we don't really get to talk about on our regular feed because we don't really consider them uh, the most positive representation, but we still have a lot of thoughts. So cannot wait for that. 
Don't miss that. <laughs> and if you want to help us specifically making our musicals, so that includes The Flame as well as our new upcoming show, Journey to the Heart, we have a dedicated Patreon just for that. You can find it at bit.ly slash the flame Patreon. It's going to help us get rolling on the next show as well as getting the flame up on stage in New York City this year. So listen. New York City. New York. <laughs> Can't wait. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash Les Shop. You can get, especially during this time of year, it's a perfect time for a sweater. I have a little crew neck that says Les Hangout on it, and I love it. Or a mug. I got my flame mug. You can do that at bit.ly slash Les Shop. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me at Ellie Bridgeta on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And let's hang out again soon. Let's hang out.